take the opportunity to join us here in person. There is plenty of room. Everyone's wearing masks. We've got social distancing. We've got the chairs spread out. It's a very um, safe environment. <clears throat> so if you're thinking about it, uh, join us online. Just go to the Hillside website and go to the RSVP page. Click there, and there's a little sign-up genius thing, and you just put your name in and reserve some seats. So we would love to see you here. We uh, <clears throat> want to make sure to take advantage of this opportunity to gather together. It's really important as the church to continue to gather together whenever possible, however much it's allowed. So please, um, if you're on the fence, if you're thinking about it, sign up and join us next Sunday. It'd be great to uh, see some more faces here and see some people that we haven't seen for a while. Um, one other quick announcement. There's going to be a bunch of ministry overviews today and things that are coming up in the fall, so I don't have a lot of announcements. I don't want to steal the thunder from them, but uh, we are doing the uh, back-to-school shopping spree again this year with Target. Um, the Salvation Army sponsors every August a back-to-school shopping spree for kids that are in need to help them get uh, school supplies and all that. Um, usually we do that and we ask for chaperones and volunteers. We're not doing the chaperones and volunteers this year, but we are sponsoring the children. So there is information in the weekly email that'll give you a click through to the website. And on the website, there's information of who to contact uh, if you want to sponsor a child in that uh, Target Salvation Army back to school shopping spree. So that's a neat opportunity to help some kids out. So let's go ahead and uh, start with prayer, and then we will turn it over to the worship team. Father God, we thank you for this day, um, and I just thank you for everyone that's here this morning and everyone that's at home joining us and everyone around the world that's tuning in, and we just thank you that we have the technology and the ability to broadcast this message, Lord, and stream it into people's homes and draw together as a community virtually, if not physically. We're just thankful, Lord, for the way you have allowed this during this time. And Lord, we just pray for our church. We pray for your continued blessings and favor and provision. Uh, we thank you that we are still a church body, whether we're together in the building or not, that we are a community faithfully serving you. So Lord, we just pray for your blessings on this time. We ask for your Holy Spirit to guide us and direct us, draw us closer to you, Lord. Uh, just bring us into fellowship with one another. Bring us into fellowship with you teach our hearts and speak to our hearts. And Lord, may you be honored and glorified in everything we do this morning. In Jesus' name, amen. Yeah, good morning, Hillside. Let's all stand and worship together.
We are your church. We wait. We wait for you with anticipation. So God, work in our hearts. Prepare us for the day. God, with every day that we have left, we want to serve you. We want to bring you glory. So God, bring us together as your church. And let us glorify you. seated. Morning, Hillside. It's filled up a little bit more, Sean. A little bit, a little bit. We're still Hillside. So this morning, being that it's Communion Sunday, one of the things that we do regularly is step outside of what we might normally do as far as teaching a traditional sermon. And so today, will be very sermon-esque, but it will be delivered by many people and with different perspectives of what's going on. And what I want to do is challenge us this morning. Now, this is now five months into a, a different life that we've all been experiencing. It has been challenging on many levels. And some of what we're seeing are the problems that start to emerge from isolation and loneliness. I know from my studies um, in the law enforcement world around suicide, loneliness is one of the common elements that you'll find across the board. People who are struggling with relationships and not having the opportunity to truly and wholly be connected. And we've been challenged with that as a church as of late. We have been challenged to really figure out what does this now look like? I mean, how do we show up and separate and wear masks and do communion as I'm handing out communion um, with like crime scene gloves on, <laughs> just to make sure that we're safe. It's different. And it's challenged all of us to really examine how do we do life. Some of the things that we're seeing with loneliness is the suicide rate is increasing. Uh, the overdose rate is increasing. There are things that are now happening in our communities that are coming about as a byproduct of having to be isolated. And I think we should continue to be isolated when necessary, to be safe, to be precautious, to take the, the steps that are necessary to do that. And if you're at home today and you feel like that's part of what you need to do to stay healthy, continue to do that. This morning is not a morning that's going to slam anybody for their ideals around how do we handle this, but we're gonna look at what God says and I'm gonna challenge you to discover new ways, to really look inside and say, you know what? We're going to unpress the pause button and we're going to press the start button to re-examine how we need to be connected. So we've been able to do this, and we've got little babies here in the back, which is awesome to see. I've not seen that lately. Like these guys have had kids and we've not even been able to see them in the back. And so now just the beauty of us as a congregation being able to come together to fight against what we're dealing with in our communities around loneliness and isolation. Jesus, believes that it's important for the Christian community to be together. 
it's part of the design that he's established. He wants us to figure out how to do life not in an isolated kind of way. So if you are at home, hopefully today will give you some more opportunities of how to connect to this community. It is important. You have the ability to show up here. We will keep you as safe as we possibly can. We are spread out and we're wearing masks and there's um, safety precautions that we're taking here. Yeah, but we want to do more. We realize that things might not change in the, in the next few months. They might actually turn backwards. We might have to go back to being at home. All. So as a church, we want to make sure that we engage and we're attentive to what God has asked us to do. Christ modeled this while he was on earth. And every once in a while, he would go off by himself. He would pray to re-energize and to get connected to, the, to his father. But oftentimes, everything he did was in community. Even when we read verses like abiding in him, there, there is a pluralistic idea of it. We've got to do it together. As we sharpen each other, as we encourage each other, there is a design that God has had in us being part of community. So today is kind of a, a, a restart button for us as a church. You know, it's not like we're going to all be back here next week. But the restart is challenging all of us to figure out what can it look like, what should it look like, so that we're reaching out, and we're reaching to others, and we're reaching in, and we're actually making calls to people that we need to, as a congregation, making sure that we are connected. Because, man, when you're by yourself, if you're like me, if I try to just do it by myself, it doesn't, it doesn't look good. Because <laughs> my brain takes me to places that maybe I shouldn't go. I might find myself a little bit more depressed if I just am with myself and my thoughts. I always said this uh, with our elders' meetings. I could be dealing with many difficult things in life. Yeah, we could be dealing with difficulties here in the church and people who are sick and, and just struggling. And by myself, I feel overwhelmed. I just have that sense of, like, how am I going to do this? And God is like, I never asked you to just do it by yourself. We would come together as a group of elders, we would talk, we would come up with ideas, we would pray, and I would walk out of those meetings just incredibly encouraged, knowing that we're doing it together. And that's part of what I want you guys to grasp today. Hebrews 10, 19 through 25, talks about just what it looks like to have confidence that we now have to enter into his holy place. So I love what, what Dan was saying last week. We, we now have this opportunity as believers to worship in spirit and truth in our homes, in the street. The, the building that we call Hillside is not the church. We as his people are the church. And so we have confidence <clears throat> in that, that we can now move based upon the blood of Christ, giving us that opportunity, that, that curtain has been removed so we have access. And yet he tells us also to make sure we continue to draw near with sincere hearts. And in verse 24, let us consider how we may spur one another on toward love and good deeds. So to spur one another on towards love and good deeds really requires us to be together. I mean, I, I can probably call people up, but there is something really valuable and unique about being face-to-face. -face. Now, maybe face-to-face -face is FaceTime, maybe face-to-face -face is Zoom, maybe face-to-face -face is six feet apart, but the creativeness of what we need to move towards is figuring out ways right now how we can spur one another on toward love and good deeds. Verse 25 says this, not giving up meeting together as some are in the habit of doing, but encouraging one another all the more 
as you see the day of the Lord approaching, and as we're singing this song, come, Jesus, come, we want the Lord to, to come, and every day we go, his day approaches faster and faster. But in that, we cannot give up meeting together. Now, this obviously looks really different in a global pandemic. It doesn't make this any less important. It just challenges you to figure out how do you individually involve yourself in corporate worship so that you can make sure that you're doing what the word asks us to do. So I'm going to pull a little Sean on you and go a little Greek. I'll mispronounce it though, so that'll be the only difference. The Greek word for assembling that's used here is it's epa and it's synagogue, which is where we get synagogue. And the epi part of it is this intense part. It's a special part. It's a, it's a unique part. And the terminology here is that it is super. It's more important. It's higher than. It's the highest that it could possibly be. The most important gathering point that you have is coming together as a congregation. And in whatever way, we need to do that right now. But the writer of Hebrews is saying we as groups need to come together. And it's the highest purpose for us to worship, for us to be taught and for us to make sure that we are spurring one another on and observing the ordinance that God has established for us. So I laugh about this. I, I love coming here because I, the, the volume fades out my bad voice. Like when I'm worshiping in, in my front room by myself, I'm like, Lord Jesus, come. You know, because my wife's there and I just don't sound good and my daughter's looking at me like, what are you doing? Please stop. But here, at least here, I love the, the, the corporate side, and I think that's part of what corporateness is as well, is it gives us opportunity to worship in a different way than maybe we're able to by ourselves. So as the Word tells us that this gathering point needs to continue to happen, we need to make sure that we're involved on a weekly basis in gathering worship and teaching and the ordinances of our Lord. And yes, it might look different, but I want to encourage us to push the start button, re-engage, and be creative at how that looks within your world. Because I think when we come together, we will find more delight, more refreshment, more comfort, more instruction, more edification, more accountability, and more opportunity to move towards maturity. I love that Jesus in John 15 says you need to abide in me. And doing that together becomes really important. I need guys like Gus that will encourage me, pat me on the back, and sometimes kick me in the, in the rear end to move me in the places that I need to go. By myself, it doesn't always happen. So as we um, launch into, we're going to show a couple of videos of just opportunities. Uh, consider all of these start buttons for us as a congregation. Start buttons to figure out new ways to engage. One of the, the things I've heard over the last couple of weeks, and it's kind of made me a little scared, like what are things going to look like in the future? And I've had a couple of people, and it was reconfirmed with me by someone else yesterday, just saying, like, it's, it's just easy to stay home. It's just easier to do this. It's just easier. And I, I like easy sometimes. Like when I'm out hunting, I like to take the easy path. I'm going to take the, the path that looks easier. But sometimes easy is not always best. And so as we're looking at how we're going to re-engage as a church, I, I want to encourage you not always to take easy. Let's, let's, even though the last five months have been really wonky and difficult, I want us as a congregation to start looking at our neighbors, 
looking at ourselves, making sure we're reaching into each other's lives. And here's some opportunities for that. We're going to start by hearing from our men's ministry team. There's going to be some details and information that are posted there over the coming weeks and months as things come together. We're planning to do some socially distancing, responsible uh, gatherings of men just as an opportunity to connect, encourage, and edify each other, but uh, specifically to stay um, in a position that we are fighting against isolation and an opportunity just to edify each other. We're really excited to see you guys again and to start planning some uh, moments where we can really start connecting and encouraging each other. Keep checking the website. We'll give you some more information soon. We love you. We're excited to see you again. We're looking forward to seeing you guys. All right, you guys are dorks. I love it. I love that they're in their workshop banging on stuff. That would be me. So men's, men's ministry, these are our leaders of our men's ministry, and they're going to be creatively creating some environments, probably in the back, back here, where we can do some uh, um, tailgating, basically. Bring your own chairs, we'll be outside, it'll be separate, but we want to make sure that our men have an opportunity to be face-to-face, -face, and we want to make sure that we continue to move our men closer to Jesus so that they can be better in the areas of their lives. Next is going to be Donovan and Peter sharing about life groups. thrilled to, to see this ramp up again here in fall. Fall is, is generally kind of our kickoff, and uh, obviously this year it looks a lot different with COVID, uh, but what we have found is uh, life groups don't have to shut down completely, and that's been a huge blessing as we've seen um, life groups continue to get creative with Zoom, and, and now that's a, a great stepping stone back into meeting with each other is eating outside, having a fire together, and, uh, and sharing life together. And that's one thing um, that I just wanted to, to share, just what a, what, a, what a blessing it's been um, for us in life groups, and, and just to see there's a place for, for us to belong. As a community at Hillside, uh, that's one of the things we really value is, is relationship. Oftentimes, it's hard to connect with everybody on a Sunday morning, but a small group, time uh, to share life together. That's always been a, a huge value to us, to really be known to share life struggles together. Um, so, yeah, I just want to encourage you uh, join us with life groups. Um, Peter wanted to share a little bit as well. Yeah, just, I mean, uh, times like this kind of really bring it home that life groups don't, uh, don't happen by accident and it takes a commitment by people it's just it's just so important um to have more than just uh you know more than just the sunday service to have more uh, communion and fellowship with people and 
life groups is one of the places that can happen, but it, but it doesn't happen by accident. It needs a commitment um, by a few folks to, to meet, you know, to pick a day and meet every week, or as, or as every week as much as you possibly can, um, to be committed to go to it, and then uh, to be committed to engage and be part of it. And then that's when you all get the benefit out of it. So commit to the studies, commit to um, sharing life together, celebrating, uh, you know, praying for each other in, you know, some of our more dis difficult aspects of life. Um, but just being committed to each other and then, you know, when we get to times like this where meeting's not easy, I mean, some of our groups um, we've used in the Zoom, as Donovan said, but also meeting in parks, you know, you can do socially separated meetings or, or even just phone calls and, and anything else. But it, if you're committed to each other, then you find ways around these obstacles and, and then you get the benefit of, that fellowship and just caring for each other. So, yeah, it's, it's a good thing. Um, just want to encourage everybody to, to get part of life groups uh, in, at whatever level you are comfortable and happiest with, but just get involved with them, um, be committed to them, and, and you'll get the benefit of it. If you go to the website, uh, you can take a peek at frequently asked questions. Um, what does, a, what does a life group look like? How do they form? And uh, how do I become a leader? Uh, we're always looking for, for folks to lead uh, life groups as well. So sign up, share your interest with us. We'd love to connect with you. There's, there's ways to get on Zoom. There's other groups that are always forming. Um, so let your interest be known and we'll plug you in. Yay. Lag. We're lagging a little bit. Got to up that bandwidth. So. Um, so thank you, Donovan. Are you still talking? He's just laughing at you. <clears throat> Am I good? Am I live, Mike? All right. So life groups. We intentionally went to this whole life group terminology recently, and it's, I think it's just as so poignant right now because people need life, and I know that there's. Folks that are picking different families, like you might just have two COVID families that you actually see, um, th that would be a life group. Like making sure that you, in those moments, turn those times into opportunities to share, to, to grow, to worship, to pray, to dig into God's word in those life groups. And so seeing it more than just, a, <clears throat> I'm out of my house, I'm in someone else's house. You know, so now you're going to challenge each other. And I, I even encourage you as youth group to do that kind of stuff, to make sure that you don't just see each other as like, I get to get out of my house, it's playtime. But this is an opportunity now for a life group to occur. So next we're going to hear from our women's ministry leadership team. Hey, Hillside family. I'm Amanda Yates and I have the pleasure of letting you know what women's ministry is going to be up to this fall. Uh, before I get into that, I wanted to do just a couple of housekeeping things. I wanted to let you know that your leadership team is made up of Angela Wheaton, Andrea Flack, and myself. And if you wanna get in touch with us, um, you can contact any of us. Our information is gonna be on the Hillside website under the women's ministry. Um, you can email us anytime, please, please, please. Uh, let us know if you've got any fun ideas. We are we are in need of your creativity um, during this this new figuring out new ways of how to connect and how to be together. So let us know. Um, 
I also wanted to let you know that I miss you. Angela misses you. Andrea misses you. We miss gathering with you because when we do, we experience God in a way that we just can't by ourselves. We are community people and we need our community. And when I get to see you guys at church, when I get to see you guys at tabletop nights, when we get to pray together and and gather around the campfire of Christ, I always imagine in my brain that we're all in chairs and we're just gathering around him and, and feeling his heat and his light and just the conversation and the things that it stirs up in us. It is so good and I, I have missed it and I'm sure you guys have too. Um, we know that now more than ever, it is so important that you are known and that you get to know others. And so in order to facilitate that, we are offering a couple of opportunities. One of them is going to be a Thursday night happy hour. This is going to happen every Thursday from September to November. So it's gonna start on September 3rd, and we're gonna hit it about 5.30 to 7. This is a Zoom-style meeting uh, hosted by me. Please come, and we're just gonna keep it pretty light. Um, I might have some topics of conversation which I'll try to throw out beforehand, but if, if the spirit's not going that direction, we're gonna, we're gonna move somewhere else. So please um, join us on those Thursday nights. This is where we get to see each other's faces and hear our stories. And so this is going to be really, really good and really special and important. The other opportunity we have for you is Saturday morning, Andrea Flack is going to be hosting a Bible study. Now guys, she has been doing this for years. And so if you have not been able to do this, it's a Zoom. So you literally can just roll out of bed and join us for a Bible study on Zoom. So this is going to be really, really fabulous. Her study is going to be starting September 12th. It'll be from 9.30 to 11. She does it in a style where every other week it's a Bible study and then on the off weeks there's prayer and story sharing. So there's real opportunity here for community. I'm just going to sign off. I need to let you know Kevin only gave me three minutes. So I just wanted to say that I love you. I miss you. I hope more than anything you are well. Please join us for those Thursday Zooms. Please join Andrea on Saturday mornings. I love you guys. Women's ministry. That's awesome. Women's ministry. One of those. Okay. We can do men's ministry, right? Like that. I'm quick. So I've, I've been enjoying just meeting with the women's ministry leadership team. Their, their passion um, is just palatable. You can kind of see it as she's sharing. Just this opportunity to make sure we engage. We were in this really cool run. We had this great meeting and had a bunch of gals from the church come and I think we had like 20, 20 ladies there and then all of this hit. So it just kind of like let the air out. Um, but they've been pondering and praying and we've still been meeting on a regular basis to figure out what, what looks next. What, what do things look like next? And so make sure you engage in that. Um, next is gonna be our youth ministry leaders. And this is pretty exciting. How about I start? I'm start. Okay. Hi, Hillside. Hi, guys. This is Brayden and Allie, and we just want to share with you guys our vision for youth group for the next few months. Yeah. As some of you may know, we've been doing fire pit nights here at our place. They've been super fun. It's really fun to get back with your kiddos and just to see how everyone's doing and just to just to see their faces again. We've really enjoyed we also got to welcome some new kids up from fifth grade, so that's been really fun to get to know them and just to um, 
Bring them into our group. Okay, so moving forward, our vision for the next few months for youth group is to continue to do fire pit nights here, but we're gonna have movie nights. We wanna show the kids the show called The Chosen. It's a really well done Christian show about Jesus and his journey with the disciples. Very powerful. And yeah, we're super excited. Yeah, definitely. We're very excited to go through that with the kids. And along with that, <laughs> there's gonna be a devotional that the kids do on their own at home. And we'll kind of lead that through emails or texts or whatever through the GroupMe app. Um, that will just help the kids to know where we're at and what we're doing. There's also a link that if the kids miss coming or the sign-ups is too full or whatever, um, you can watch it at home. And it also will be a really fun opportunity as a family to watch a really cool show. Here comes the train. One second. Oh wait, that's a lawnmower. Lawnmower, even better. <laughs> Anyways. Yeah, so mixed in with some of the movie nights, we're also gonna do occasional worship nights um, here around the fire. We'll actually be going 6.30 to 8.30 instead of seven to nine. And during that time, the show will take up a part of it, but then we'll also have time to debrief it all together, kind of help chew on what the awesomeness we just experienced. <laughs> and then also still just have time to hang out and eat some yummy snacks. Yes, so. speaking of snacks, you guys ask us all the time, how can you help? Well, this is your opportunity. Um, I'll send out a sign up and you can just bring snacks for one week um, that your kids are here and that will help us out a lot. We have a lot of hungry kids and they always that's always a highlight is the snacks. So that would be awesome. As long as it has sugar, they're gonna love it. Yeah, and veggies, they love veggies. Just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Crush that. As we continue to do these youth group nights, we're going to continue to do the Sign Up Genius and only allow 10 kids to come yeah. because we really want to try and do this during this hard time while keeping all the kids safe. So safety is a priority for sure, but we got to still come together and yeah. enjoy fellowship. We're super excited for just going forward and what is um, to come. We're just praying for your that they would be open to hear um, what these videos have to show them and just to, um, to understand the Lord and how much He loves us and just to truly deepen their relationship with Christ. So be sure to check out the website. It'll have all the information that you need to know. But if you still have further questions, there's a little blurb on there that you can email us. And so we're ready to do this thing. Yeah. Okay. Bye. Bye. Okay, let's just try and like go through the whole thing again. All right, they're stinking cute. So thank you, Braden and Allie. They've been working hard to figure out what, what can youth ministry look like in the middle of everything we're dealing with. So we are going to limit it in space, only 10 kids at a time. We just felt like that was probably the best rather than 40 kids running around. They're hard to contain anyways, and so... We, we might just do youth group and 10 kids at a time for forever. Just kidding. Um, no, so make sure you go there. I, and you're listening to the theme of this. All of this is backed up on the website. So everything that we've mentioned from signing up with small groups to signing up with youth group, they mentioned the chosen app. How do we get that? It's all on the website. I'm going to show you that in a minute. 
But before we go on, we're going to just kind of celebrate something. Um, we're going to show you this video, and then i got to tell you something pretty cool about what has happened because of this video, The Greatest Showman. This is the day you've been waiting for. Whoa! It's gonna get messy, could be paint spilling on the floor. Whoa! Cause right down the street, there's a need that you can't ignore. Don't hold your breath, don't close your eyes, don't miss the chance, you'll be left behind. Can't you feel it? You're a wall to wall renovator. You know how to make it clean, warm, dry, and safer. In the city, all Helping neighbors, they're coming down If you want to change the world So I know we've seen that before, but the cool part about it is they just won an Emmy for that. Like legit <laughs> Emmy. So everybody involved, I'm not going to name everybody, but because um, I'll miss some folks, but really Mike, Tim, uh, we have to call Mike an award-winning Emmy sound producer genius. I don't know what the term is now, but we can bow before him and say, well done, thank you, Mike. So we just think that's cool. It also kind of highlights that we are going to be involved with neighborhood rehab. We don't totally know what it's going to look like, um, but it'll be some modification. But Donovan, Beth, and the team with Dan and Jen are going to continue just to figure out how do we continue to be about serving our community in this difficult and different time, right? Is that fair? We don't know what we're doing yet, really. Oh, they know, they know what they're doing exactly, so I don't, I don't know what they're doing. But we'll find out more about that. I want to share a little bit before we bring our worship team back up. Um, this is our website. Um, we've had a website many different points in time in our history, but this time it is actually pretty functional. Um, <laughs> yes, you can laugh at that. So really right now, we're going to utilize our website. I think the timing of this is just really good. We've put a lot of energy into making sure that this looks good. It also is functional. So all the videos that you saw today, if you want to rewatch them, and they're on the front page. We've also got more good news that Donovan and Mike put together, just highlighting missions around the world. 
We thought it would be important to, you can come to our about page, you can click down and look at resources. We wanna make sure that you've got things if you are at home and you're not able to get out and about. These are recommendations that we as our leadership team have made. This is an initial list. We'll continue to build off of this. So if you wanna go and you wanna buy it, you can just click on it. It'll immediately take you over to the website, the Lifeway website, and you can purchase or get a hold of any of these resources We'll continue to add to this. We'll, our men's ministry team, our women's ministry team, prayer, in all different areas will be adding to this. This is the ministry section. This is where you can come and you can actually click on worship. You can look at the video that Mike put together last week, but also different areas of worship, opportunities within worship. We're still going to have open mic nights. We're still going to have places where you can connect. Um, youth group, I'll click on that one because they had a lot of stuff up there. Um, so in youth group, you can see where you can email Braden and Allie. You can see the fire pit night. And then there's links to sign up for snacks, to, to find the chosen app so that you can watch it if you're not able to attend. And that's the case with all of these areas. A couple of other fun places, too. If you look at sermons, we've been working to get our podcasts up. We've been on YouTube. You can come and you can watch any sermon on YouTube that we've had. We're also going to be uh, making this available on Spotify so that you can come here and you can listen to it while you're on a walk or exercise in one of those, those areas. But this is, I want you to start seeing this as the place to go. So if you want information, um, the, the website is going to be the place that houses all of that. So make sure that you're going to it in any of the areas of ministry and we'll make sure that it is current and it is dynamic and it'll provide you opportunities to connect. So when we do all of this, all of this is for the purpose of us not giving up in meeting together. So all of what we've just seen are us as a church pushing the start button in a little bit different way to say, let's make sure we continue to gather. It might look different. I mean, the happy hours with women's ministry, it'll be on Zoom. It'll look different, but it will provide you an opportunity to learn and connect and worship and allow you that, um, that place where I think we've just been lacking for the last five months. If you've got questions about any of this, or if you've got other ideas, make sure you just email me. I'd love to hear them, because we want to make sure that we continue to move forward as a congregation in gathering together. Amen? All right, let's pray. I'm going to bring our worship team back up, and um, we're going to sing a song, and then I'm going to come back up, and we're going to take communion together, and we'll close with a couple of songs. But why don't you pray with me? Father, I do thank you. I thank you for the privilege that it is to be called your church, that we are your children. We are saints moving around as part of your ministry in and around us. Father, continue to move us towards gathering together, helping us to find new and creative ways to connect, to grow, to learn, to mature, to worship. Father, help us to be light in our communities, to be the ones that are directing people towards you, Lord, in the midst of these difficult and trying times. Help us to reach out in ways that maybe we've not before. May, maybe we're being prompted to call someone within the congregation. Help us to move into doing that. Maybe it is providing a meal for somebody. Maybe it's just texting them and saying, um, thinking about you, praying for you. Father, I just ask that you would help us as a congregation here in Golden, Colorado, and those watching around the world, to make the most of every opportunity because the days are evil. Make the most of the opportunities to dig into who we are as followers of Jesus. 
Amen.
So if you're at home, go grab your elements. Grab a piece of bread, some juice. Come on back to your TV, your computer. We're going to take this together. If I can get it out of there. I'm making a mess up here. All right, so I always think the necessary nature of taking communion for me is just a reminder. I find myself oftentimes forgetting what it is that Christ has done for me. And him knowing us very well, he knows that we need to take these moments and we need to remember who he is. We need to remember the sacrifices that he's made. In Matthew 26, 26, it says, Now they were eating, and Jesus took bread, and after a blessing, he broke it. And gave it to the disciples. And he said, take it, eat, this is my body. So let's take this together in remembrance of him. And I wonder the confusion. Not confusing to us, because we recognize and we know what he means by this. But only in a few hours and days, they're going to recognize what it means for Christ to be sacrificed on a cross. For his body to truly be broken because of our sins, to bring reconciliation back to our Lord. So for us today, we also remember, because it is the bread and the body that we partake in, there is one bread and there is one body. He also took the cup, and when he had given thanks, he gave it to them, saying, Drink of this, for this is my blood of the covenant, a new covenant, which is poured out for many for the forgiveness of your sins. Let's take this together. Father, we thank you that even in the midst of everything going on, we can come to this table and remember. Boy, I, I need to remember. I forget. I forget the significance of being a follower of Jesus, to having a life that has been made whole again because of you. Jesus, we thank you for your life, your death, and your resurrection. Holy Spirit, we pray that you would continue to illuminate our hearts, to reveal your truth to our minds, to give us an opportunity to hear what it is that the throne room is speaking. Holy Spirit, we pray that you would just move us to figure out what life looks like in this next season, to continue to move towards you continue to figure out what it looks like to gather and to continue on this journey in our Christian faith. Pray these things in your name. Amen.
Trench my soul as mercy and grace unfold my hunger and thirst. I hunger and thirst with arms stretched wide. I know you hear my cry. Speak to me now. Oh, speak to me. Jesus, breathe in. Lord, have your way. Lord, have your way in me. Like a mighty storm, stir within my soul. Lord, have your way. Lord, have your way
let's just take a minute, wherever you're at, just to, just to receive from God what he's trying to tell you, what he wants you to surrender, whether it's fear or doubt or just your own plans, ideas of how some things should look. Let's just surrender it all to him and let his will be done. Let's just take a few minutes by ourselves. give it all to you. We don't have much, but take it and use it. God, we give you this cup. Let your will be done and not ours. this song let's all stand even if you're at home I just encourage you to stand with your church as one body sing loud and proud even in your living room I'm just gonna worship God right now together
Have a great week.